This is a Triple J podcast. On this episode of Simply the Jest, I hope you're hungry because we are serving up our very best eat stories. We're talking crunchy, smelly, and even soggy. If it's been in your mouth, we want to hear about it. Completely exploded. What? Like the serial killer? Yeah, the serial killer, yeah. No! Did you say you died? <laughs> are you back from the dead? What? Are you a ghost? I am back from the dead. At what point did you realise you were <laughs> swimming in the pool of one of the most famous musicians of all time? Like, too late. Like... <laughs> Is this a Ratatouille situation? <laughs> oh, here we go. Hello. Hello. Simply the Jest. Australia's best stories. Hello there, loyal listeners, and welcome back once again to another episode of the world's greatest podcast, Simply the Jest. My name's Lewis Hobber. My name's Michael Hing. And I'm the titular Jest, Jess Perkins. Hey, let's go! How are you, Perko? I'm great. I'm here with my favourite people in the universe. Take that, Perko's parents. (laughs) (laughs) Sucked in. What What are their last names? Are they both Perkinses? They are Perkinses, yes. Yes, take take that Perkins family. Checks out. We're your real family, Perko. Out. (laughs) Um, Now, Perko, um, this week's Simple the Jest is on the topic of eat. Um, Now, because you spend most of the week locked in a cupboard, what do you eat? Uh, Rats. (laughs) Crumbs. Oh. uh, My feelings. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a favourite food, Perko, or a weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, no, I don't eat anything weird. Um, You're a conservative eat, eater. I'm a very cons- No, I'm a picky eater, and that's an embarrassing thing to admit as an adult. Yeah. Picky, picky eaters are yeah. children, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bit fussy. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not eating anything a bit odd, you know? Did, no. you, did you have any, like, weird food things as a kid? Like, did you have a thing that you always ate at school or anything like that? Ah. Uh, Okay, I'm asking, I guess it was a leading question. Sure. Yeah. What do you think about this? <laughs> As, Here we go. At kindergarten, uh, I think what happened basically was that at some point when I was, you know, three or four, uh-huh. I'd had pizza and I was like, this is incredible. Uh-huh. And I only ate for like an entire year of kindergarten white bread, tomato paste, and dried oregano. Oh, wow. You, you're trying to recreate. I was trying to recreate the dream of pizza. Mm. Here's the thing, too. Kids kids eat weird shit. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, on, what am I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I agree kids are weird. Yeah. But I also feel like this is quite a seminal moment <laughs> in Lewis Hobber. Yeah. In his culinary diet. Because we know he loves nothing more than Italian food by the coast in Amalfi or wherever. Sure. Know, is Amalfi in Italy? I don't know. It is, yeah. yeah. You know, like, Lewis Hobber's dream is to be on a beach somewhere in the Mediterranean eating pasta, spaghettis, oh. whatnot, you know. I mean, you'd even go across to Greece and enjoy their food as well. And I have, and I would again. <laughs> I love the way that you're painting this as in, like, Lewis, some sort of freak no, lo- I just, loves the Mediterranean in summer. It. What just, an idiot! <laughs> I just feel it, but I feel like it is, I would say... In your three biggest driving psychological factors, yep, is is a desire like you know how like you know that whatever they call like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like food shelter or whatever. Your yeah. like second one is Mediterranean food. It's true. Yeah, it goes <laughs> shelter, Mediterranean food, self actualization. Yes, exactly. <laughs> It's a Maslow's hierarchy of needs joke for the podcast. <laughs> Any Maslow's fans in the room? <laughs> Any of people who studied this thing on? Studied sociology at some point. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, I... You didn't want to get on the Maslow's hierarchy of needs riff, Perko? <laughs> I thought I'd leave that for you guys. Maintain my status as the cool guy on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, it's true, though. I, like, obviously... But I didn't um, know this. I didn't know... Sorry, I guess what I'm saying is I didn't know it had been a lifelong pursuit of yours. It is. Even since as a key memory... As a three-year-old, you trying pizza for the first time because I feel like dried oregano, tomato paste, and white bread—it's <laughs> not obviously I mean, not the same. I mean, I don't know if the Napoleon Pizza Committee is um, no, no, no. giving that the tick of the approval, tick of approval. Of course not. But I was doing the best I could mm. with what I had in front of me. Limited, mm. limited ingredients on the surf coast. <laughs> yeah, I, well, at the time I lived in Melbourne, and show me a place <laughs> to find Italian food in <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> you just can't find it anywhere. Um, no. I've got, a, I've got a pretty cooked eat story. Oh, pun not intended there. Um, I had never uh, eaten Portuguese chicken before. Mm-hmm. This is when I was growing up. <laughs> okay. I think that's quite normal, but in Sydney, yeah. where you reside, yeah, yeah. it's a big thing. It's a big thing. My friend, the reason I hadn't eaten it is because I discovered it when I was like, I'd heard about it when I was like 15, but my friend Flannery worked at a, a Nando's. Or I should say, well, worked at a chicken shop. I don't know that it was a Nando's. I think it was a Nando's. Man, it was Jason. Yeah. Portuguese, Portuguese chicken shop. A Porto, maybe? Potentially. Ogalo. Sure. One of the other ones? Franco's? I don't know. Whatever. Yep. Can't get in trouble if we name them all. Now, <laughs> he worked and he told me either he or his friend did a wee in the mayonnaise there oh. and they never got caught for it. Okay. And so I just thought, I wrote off all Portuguese chicken as being like potentially the place where people who are, you know, piss happy um, work. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I, I turned 18, got a job at the bottle shop, ding, etc. Uh, my manager was like, hey, we're having Portuguese chicken time. I was like, I've never had it before. And he goes, it's crazy. It's going to blow your mind. Mm. And I was like, what are they doing? He's like, it's just so good. They cook it, cook it for so long over the over the coals. It's so good. And he was like, do you want to try it? And I was like, oh, I've never had it before. He goes, yeah, go and I'll order you some. I was like, all right. I didn't have any money, but he said he'd pay for it. He orders this Portuguese chicken. Uh, it comes, the delivery guy gets it. He goes and eats it out the back. Comes back. He goes, hey, I've left some for you. You can go try it. I'm like, oh, thanks, Mick. So I'm at the back of the shop, and I saw like a bag of what I thought, like which had the logo on it. I thought that's the chicken place. I looked in the bag, and there was just bones. And not having ever eaten Portuguese chicken before, oh. I I don't know. I thought they just cooked it over the coals for so long that the meat had like <laughs> disappeared. Yeah, or invisible, or, or or it had like it had like it had like got sucked into the it melted into the bones or something. I don't know. And so I kind of just sucked on these bones oh. for a bit. Oh my god, Michael. not knowing. Not knowing, and then came no. out. And the really, the, I, I thought it was weird, but I was like, I guess that's. And the one that actually, you don't know, remember the one that sticks in my mind is there was like a like a, a rib, like a rib oh. cage that I licked, and, like, oh. and it had all the no. it had all the flavouring no. on it. And I thought, oh, this is pretty good, but it's weird. <laughs> and I asked my man, I came, I was like, yeah, is it meant to be that bony? He's like, what are you talking? And I showed him, and he's like, no, nah, mate. And there was another separate bag that he'd. Put next to the microwave that had actual chicken oh, in it. Oh, he'd saved you some actual he chicken. Saved, yeah. saved you some actual chicken. He just licked his bones. <laughs> when have you licked bones? <laughs> that took got a lot of dogs calling in. Oh. You seem disappointed in me, Perko. But what, how no, was I to know? Oh, it, yeah, no, that's true. How were you to know that a bag of bones wasn't your dinner? That's that's on everybody else but you. That's for sure. What would you have done in that situation? Oh. Bearing in mind you don't know what Portuguese chicken is and you're trying to be respectful of their culture. What you think their culture is, <laughs> which is meatless bones, which in your mind could be meatless bones. I would have, I reckon, looked around the room a little bit more. Yeah. I was hungry. Just, you understand how hungry I was. I, I imagine you were still hungry after the meal, given that there was no meat on those bones. Uh, 
Yuck. Okay, well, I feel like I've upset Perko. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was disgusting. You've upset everyone. <laughs> uh, but don't worry if you are listening and you're like, that's as bad as it's going to get. Wrong. Uh, you are going to hear a bunch of stories coming up uh, about things you definitely shouldn't eat and a very disappointing rock star. Scotty from Logan, what is your eat story? He's staying away with a maid for work and he's like, um, I'll cook you up a steak tonight. He's like, I can cook the best steaks. I was like, oh, yeah, nice. So he's plated it up and there was a little, like, grisly bit on the side. He's like, I've got to love these. He's like, these are the best bits, a little crunchy bit. So I'm having a chew. Chewing on it, chewing on it. Swallowed a bit of it, but it just wouldn't... You couldn't chew it down. Okay, too yeah, crispy right. are the bits of the steak, which uh-huh. is unusual. It's not yeah. usually that much crisp on a steak. Okay. Uh, it wasn't very steaky. And then I, I pulled it out like pulled it out of your mouth, and it kind of came out almost like a condom-looking thing. And I'm like, what? What? what is this? And it was the bag. Like, you know the little bags they have in the bottom of meat? Oh, to like soak up the blood. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, he the, cooked the, that. The blood pad beneath, but in the packaging, he yeah. cooked that, and you were eating it. So yeah. wait, is this something he regularly did? He would just regularly eat the blood packs. I think he thought it was part of the meal. How? I don't know because I was. I, I put mine out, and I'm like, "Hey, this is plastic." <laughs> Yeah. This, is, like, this isn't a microplastic. Look. This is a macroplastic. <laughs> now, yeah. So once you yeah. told him that you were like, hey, man, just for future reference, that's not supposed to be cooked, did he let yeah. you know how long he'd been cooking steak like that? No. Well, no. Apparently that's just the best bit. So he thought that the blood pad in like the plastic part oh. was like a flavour packet, like that you get in like two-minute yeah. noodles. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like two minute noodles. Like you, you put it, you sprinkle a bit on the top, and then you have the little side. And you, a yeah. sachet. That's <laughs> oh, yeah, disgusting. Yeah. And I'd eaten some of it, like, and I was like, "Hey, dude, that's like not meant to be eaten." <laughs> and then I'm like, "Have you swallowed yours yet?" Like, have, and he was already like halfway through his steak, and he's like, "Yeah." We need to check that guy out. He has ingested a lot of plastic. That is no good at all. I know. Wes in Queensland. G'day, Wes. What's your eat story? I've eaten a ham and cheese roll filled with maggots. Oh, oh no. Um, what was, where'd you get it from? Uh, homemade creation so, or? No, no, no. So my nana, um, one afternoon, decided to, it was a good idea to give young Wes a, a ham and cheese roll and ate half of it and said, Nan, is this roll any good? It tastes a bit funny. Yeah, yeah, I ate one for lunch. It's fine. So I ate, ate a bit more of it and got about three quarters of the way through and decided to peel back the little bit of cheese on top and noticed it was filled with maggots. Oh, oh. Did you get real sick? Uh, let's just say, no, I didn't get sick at all. It tasted quite funky and sweet, but let's just say I didn't eat a ham and cheese roll for about another five or six years after. Yeah, I think that's, that's absolutely reasonable. fair yeah. enough. Yep. Ash in Melbourne, what is your eat story? A deep fried corn chip, but a spider edition. Oh! <laughs> all right, hit us. How did you eat a so, deep fried spider? So I was 12 years old and I was making dinosaur nuggets with my sister's ex-boyfriend um, and we opened up the range hood and two huntsmans fell in the deep fryer. Oh, <laughs> How, where, where from where? Were they just like hanging around the kitchen or what? 
No, in the, in the range hood, like the fan. Oh, my goodness. And then you didn't so, notice or? No, 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 no. I noticed. Got the dinosaur nuggets out of the deep fryer. And um, he goes, I'll give you 50 bucks if you eat one. And did you take at 12 it? Year, at, at 12 years old, 50 bucks is 50 bucks. Yeah. yeah 50 bucks is a lot of money. Yeah, That's true. Even in your 30s, 50 bucks is 50 bucks, frankly. Yeah, yeah, yeah that never ends. <laughs> and so um, did you get ill or anything or what happened? No, I didn't get ill, but it did. It had like a crunchy outside, but the inside oh. kind of tasted like gravy. Oh, oh damn. Okay. I guess once you deep fry something, it just tastes like oil. Rosalie, what's your eat story? We went on a cruise and ended up in almost a lockdown because of my brother. What? Oh, what happened? Okay. Yeah, um, so every day he would go to breakfast with us with the family, then he'd head to kids' club, go back to the buffet, go for a mid-morning meal, have lunch at kids' club, go back to the buffet, then have dinner with us. So he was doing Basically, like eight or 90 meals a day kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, right. Gorging himself. Um, so New Year's Eve, the cruise was over New Year's. He ate so much that as the fireworks were going off, he projectile vomited all over the elevator, my mum, the main lobby, <laughs> the main deck. Oh, he kept going. And then we all <laughs> just kept going. And we ended up um, in lockdown in the infirmary to check the gastro. Oh, which is obviously <sighs> rife on cruise ships. Yes. <laughs> but really, this was just a little boy who gorged himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, but... You know, boys don't lose their control. Yeah, a little Augustus Gloop. That's so funny. Good on him for living his dream, you know, testing his limits. Sarah in Sydney, what is your eat story? Okay, so my eat story is a little bit more X-rated than the other one. Okay, should we give a warning on Uh, this one then? Yes, okay. we have a warning right, and possibly a to... language warning. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> your own language warnings. Okay. Okay. Great. We're not. We're not okay. To do that, but hell, go well, for she's it. Like, what? but I, I can't be held responsible sure. for what I asked. <laughs> All right, Sarah. What's your and answer? I do apologise if this breaks up any marriages. Oh. Um, but uh, roughly 21, 22 years ago, uh-huh. my eat out story revolves around the lead singer of Puffer Roach. Uh, hang on, after... hang on, hang on. A quick, hang on. <laughs> quick hold the phone here for anyone who doesn't. Remember the incredible works of Papa Roach. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure they have many hits. But let's um, I, hang on just I one second, have... Sarah. I think we all need to take a quick moment mm-hmm. to have a think about this. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. Okay. Oh, okay, this song. Yeah, this is Papa Roach. Are we yeah. back? Okay, so we all know who's yeah, generation. Probably my know. legs around his face caught in the suffocation. Hello. <laughs> Oh, Sarah. Hey, Sarah, hang on, what happened? You, you've skipped You've skipped quite a bit. What? <laughs> oh, my. Sarah, okay. What, what happened? So this was after one of his shows uh-huh. uh, in Auckland, mm-hmm. yeah, around about 22, 21 years ago. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the bandmates, they were at the hotel. Uh, admittedly, I was a stripper at the time, and he was at the club by himself after I finished my shift. Um, I thought I'd show him around the local bars and after that ended up in his hotel room. He had this weird kink about leaving boots on, which um, I had very high boots on and 
Yeah, the memories of that. Not so good. Oh, so, I, uh, yeah. As in, he wasn't. Time I, he wasn't very good with his mouth. Oh gosh, I don't know how I can ask this. He wasn't. He wasn't let's just say his linguistics are better when he's singing <laughs> This is why you should never meet your heroes. You know, never meet your heroes because they could yeah. give bad head. It's so true. Never eat your heroes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> She's done it. She's done it. It's good stuff. It's really good stuff. It's really good. Uh, I mean, technically eaten by, but you know what? Let's not yeah, unpick it. You know, it was yeah, good. It was you really can't good. The frog here. Uh, now, um, question. I haven't. I wish I could remember what the guy from Papa Roach looks like. Also, is it the guy from? Is this a Tame Impala oh. situation? Oh, or is, no. is no? It's Papa it, Roach. Papa Roach is a group effort. He's one man. Papa Roach. Or, is, yeah. No, no. Papa Roach is a group effort. Um, but but is I will... Papa Roach, you know what I mean? No, there, she, so said, that... she said lead singer, right? Yeah, so the oh, lead okay. singer of Papa Roach, I won't say it's his not name. Papa Roach and then Brother Roach, Uncle Roach, Uncle Roach, Nephew Roach, the Roach family, family yeah. band. It's like Papa a... Roach family band. Well, it's like without the Jackson Five. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And the Roach mm-hmm. Six. I don't know. So I don't want to say this man's name because I don't want to get whatevered. Definitely, have we gone too bu- too far by Stephanie? <laughs> but <laughs> don't think so. We've said on. A fair, well, we haven't, but Sarah has said yeah. a few times yeah. that the lead singer of Papa Roach went down on her and was bad. Well, here's we're the, beyond the fact. The fact now, he, but this is—I mean, look—and and, and that might not be defamatory. Who knows? But I don't I, think so. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Mr. Roach, he might have—he oh. might have just had an off night. Yeah. True. It's true. I'll, uh, well, he mm. might be able to call up a bunch of witnesses who say he's fantastic. Your Honour. <laughs> after after my tour to New Zealand, I discovered the clitoris. <laughs> and everyone I've given a head to since well, has Mos- been audibly impressed. <laughs> well, you say everybody, but potentially Morsi Roach should maybe not be um, prowling the streets as much as he is. Ah. Now, obviously, the Roach is known as a as a dirty animal, but this man... <laughs> They're actually quite clean, allegedly. Okay, anyway. well, this man allegedly has been married since 1997. Okay, this was the early 2000s. Uh, yeah, so so if, if, if Sarah has her timeline right, yeah. potentially... She was breaking up the house of Roach. Wow. Whoa. Well, wow. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what was going on. We don't know whether they had tour rules. Yes, exactly. You know. And also, to be fair, yeah. Sarah had no idea who he was, so it could have just been a, a guy person. claiming to be yeah. Papa Roach. <laughs> uh, no, a guy who was at the Papa Roach gig. Oh. You know, all he said was, "I was. I had a concert." You know. Yeah. <laughs> he might have just been like a tour manager, or he yeah. worked at the bar. Yep. Hot damn. Interesting. We hadn't considered that. No, it's true. Mm. It's true. Well, that's the second celebrity wedding we may have broken up on this show. What was the other yeah, one? Yeah, the like, other one. I think it was Snoop, Snoop Dogg's, Dogg's, Dogg's cousin or Snoop Dogg's yes. nephew. <laughs> nephew. Well, let's get back into some stories. Uh, coming up, you're going to hear uh, about a soapy surprise, burning hair, and salty chocolate. Now, I quite like salty chocolate, but Me too. not this one. Nope. No, sir. Our next story comes from the great city of Melbourne. Ainsley, what's your eat story? I had a bathside lolly experience that went kind of wrong when I was little. Okay. Bathside lolly. Okay. So you had lollies in the bath? What happened? Um, Kind of. So when I was, a bit of backstory, when I was younger, my parents, um, well, they still are kind of strict on um, bad foods like Mm -hmm. lollies and things like that. So any opportunity I had to eat them, I would jump on. So we went on a little holiday to my auntie's house and I was having a bath one day and I saw this amazing plate of like glistening, colourful 
squishy, amazing smelling little lollies next oh, to the yeah. bar. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh lollies. my God. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, I have to have one of these. So I chose what I thought was the best one, put it in my mouth, started chewing and thought, oh God, what the, what is this? It's so disgusting. Anyway, finished it, had my bath and I went out to mum and by then I was feeling really ill in the stomach. I was not feeling great. Um, and I said, oh, mum, look, I'm really not feeling the best. And as I spoke to her, she's explained it to me that there was this overwhelming smell of lavender um, <laughs> that came out of my mouth. And she was like, oh, babes, they are not lollies at all. Um, so, yeah. So you ate soap? Yeah. I essentially ate, yeah. <laughs> So um, after that, she called my um, doctor and she was like, oh, what's going to happen if she ate something bad or that? And he said, oh, it's fine. She'll just probably have diarrhea for the next couple of days. Uh, smell like lavender. Um, Okay. Well, that's not bad. At least your diarrhea smelled like lavender. Thank you, Ainsley. Miles, South Australia, what's your eat story? G'day. I, um, when I was younger, I used to eat the... um, Cat biscuits out of the cat bar. Miles, why? <laughs> why, Miles? Um, I don't know. I just um, sort of, you know, I was seeing the cat eat them. I was like, oh, they can't be bad for me, yeah. really. Good did enough for a cat, any, good enough for you. Did it have any long-term effects yeah. on you, Miles? No, um, but I ended up eating them for like a year until mum found out. Okay. Well, then they're probably um, fine. You seem fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I used to just sneak out the back door and steal them and then hide him in my bedroom. You and, loved um, him. Yeah. Yeah. That's very so, sneaky. So if you're sneaking and hiding them, you knew you were doing something wrong, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. You, you yeah, did something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good on you, Miles. <laughs> Treat yourself. They're not going anywhere. Gemma in Balmain, uh, what is your eat story? Uh, so I was living in Edinburgh at the time, working as a bartender, and uh, one morning my boyfriend decided he took us up a beautiful breakfast of bacon and eggs. Little did I know I was in for a smelly surprise. So he cooked me bacon and eggs, and it was beautiful. He made me a coffee, a nice flat white. I was halfway through, through it before he started cooking his own toast and was like, oh, something, something doesn't smell right. He looked into the toaster and found a dead mouse. (gasps) A dead mouse breakfast. So I naturally vomited um, (laughs) everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cooked up a mouse for breakfast. Was uh, I guess was the toast and the mouse in the same slot of the toaster? Or, yes, yes, they were. Uh, oh, so you were, yeah, you really got that dead mouse cooked right yeah, up close. Yeah, it was like dead, dead mouse, like the hair smell as well. Like, oh, the, yeah. Yeah. did the relationship survive, yeah. Gemma? <laughs> no, no, it didn't. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I, how someone, could you trust again? No, someone cooks <laughs> me a dead mouse bread. Yeah, we're done. We're done. <laughs> Melbourne, what's your eat story? Hey guys, um, so I was actually uh, an exchange student over at Hong Kong, uh, one of the best years of my life, and mm-hmm. um, ended up going out to uh, a bar just over at um, Hong Kong and just meeting this nice lady and uh, just uh, bringing her home. Uh, we really liked each other, we had a bit of a celebration, um, we had you know, really, really good stuff going on, and I let her blow out uh, the birthday candle, so to speak. And um, Hang on, hang on, hang on. What? When you say blow out the 
Was it your birthday or is this a is this a euphemism? It is a euphemism. Okay, yeah. great. Okay. I, I thought okay. that yeah. what it is, but I just yeah. want sometimes we get lost. Sorry, so you let her blow the. She, she was kind enough to blow your birthday candle. Yeah. Yeah, and, she and, was. She, yeah, and then yeah, what? She was great. Okay, and what? And what happened? <laughs> Best years of his so life. So, I, so I'm lying there for about ten minutes, and I just feel like all these welts come out to my body, and I just feel my like sins just going red, and just going, what the heck is going on? And I don't necessarily get like this until unless I've had an allergic reaction to something. Uh, so I'm on a university on a mountainside, and to get to the uh, service station, I have to go probably halfway down this mountain. So I just re- wake up, uh, the lady I was next to me is like, sorry, I have to go to the service station. I'm just really cramping up. And I go down to the service station, get some tabs. At that point, she was like, Mm, I've had enough of this adventure. I'm just going to grab the bus home. Like, yeah, no worries. That's fine. So end up going back to the mountainside and, and I feel a bit better. And I'm going, gosh, what actually happened there? And I look into the bin and there's a packet of peanut M&Ms. And so- I have a huge nut allergy. So <gasps> what she must have done is ate that and oh. then blew out my birthday candle and went yep. Damn. So you, wow. so your, your nuts got all swollen because of some peanuts. You got nuts on the nuts. Nuts on the nuts, absolutely. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, did you learn any lessons from that, Cam? Um, not to go to the Irish bars. Go to the Hard Rock Cafe bar instead and <laughs> just the other ones. That, yeah. I don't <laughs> think go to the Hard Rock Cafe is ever the lesson. <laughs> not once. Kate, what is your eat story? Oh, okay, so I was sitting on the couch watching a movie and eating a block of chocolate with my husband. The little crumbs that I left behind after feeling, finishing the block of chocolate, you know, I'd sort of dip my finger, pick up the little crummies, put it in my mouth, and then I was like, hmm, it's a bit salty. I'm like, look at my husband. It was a booger. He decided ah! to leave. Ah! Divorce! Packet. Divorce! No! I know. Absolutely. That's all you need. That's I'm... all you need for for the lawyers. Divorce. Oh, just... Why didn't he? Am... Is this oh. a thing your husband would do on the uh. reg? Does he not have access to a tissue or a bin or something? I clearly not that night. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. What but did you do? I had to run to the bathroom. He thought it was hilarious. I'm dry, red just thinking about oh. it now. Nah. Oh. You know what? Just listening back to that, I feel like it would have brought them closer. Wrong. No, no, absolutely no. not. No. no. I think. I think actually, people should incorporate that into their vows. You know, when they're getting married, I take you. I take you. I eat one of your boogers. Ooh. I eat one of your boogers. Yuck. Yuck. Oh, My yeah, leg's okay. coming up. Would you guys walk out if I did that at the wedding? Yeah. <laughs> if you ate a booger, or if you said you would eat some boogers, no, you got to do it. You can't. You got to give the people what they no. want. No, here's in... what here's what annoyed me as well is that her husband thought it was all very funny, Ugh. and that I think I'm like, if that happened to me, and Aiden was like, this is the funniest thing mm. ever, then I'd be kicking him out. Okay, yeah. but, but if, if he but was in Perko, yes, yes. <laughs> if if he was on the couch, and for whatever reason, one of your boogers was on the couch, and he accidentally ate that, can you envision yourself laughing at him? Look at that! Look yeah. at that! Look, Look at, at the cleaner eyes! <laughs> she looks like a little dormouse. <laughs> She's giggling away there. Maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but still, 
Divorce. Divorce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get now to one of our most special times of the podcast, a time when we can, uh, I guess, put to air a call that we didn't maybe have time to get to on the radio. And while doing so, we can pay tribute to the late, great, still alive, Mr. Pat Boone. It is, of course, the... Perfect as always. Our bonus caller this week is Sean from Adelaide. G'day, Sean. What is your eat story? Uh, howdy, I've got one and it's very much me as the central piece of this story. It was a warm summer's night so I was uh, heading out to dinner with a few of the guys. I was wearing some white denim shorts which were a questionable choice to start with but regardless, white denim shorts. Now on this podcast, that detail worries me. There's only uh, so many yes. reasons why you'd be sowing that seed including this that early in the story in the, the start of the story. But okay. Sean... Because Sean values fashion. That's yes. why. Okay. It's, it's go integral. go you're wearing on, some Sean. white denim shorts and you're at a dinner, Sean. So we've gone out to a Thai fusion type restaurant. It's a rather nice restaurant. Um, there's about five of us. I'm doing an exclusion diet at this point in time to try to work out if I'm anaphylactic to shellfish. Oh. Okay. So we've ordered a banquet. One of the guys has ordered a soupy type of broth type meal. The rest of us are having the banquet and he's sharing around this broth. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Peer pressure, peer pressure. And I crack. I've had a mouthful of this soup. A couple of minutes later, my stomach starts grumbling, getting a bit cramped. Like, you know what? I'm around the boys. I can fart. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. So I've trusted myself and I've absolutely shat myself <laughs> to the point that to the point where it's seeping through the seams. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Never gets detail. old. Never gets old. <laughs> Great detail, Sean. Uh, so I you're sitting down. You're sitting down in, at the banquet. You've got white denim shorts on. It's seeping mm-hmm. through the seams. What do mm-hmm. you do next? I excused myself. I went to the toilet. I cleaned myself up as best I could. Yeah. I came back. Um, and like I went back and forth to the toilet probably two or three times. They were like, "You're right," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, you know." I'm, so you I'm didn't all... tell them what had happened. No, no, yeah, it wasn't. Were you worried after... that the boys might be, I guess, unkind to a man who <laughs> shat himself <laughs> at dinner? Well, I lived with one of them, so it's not until I got home that he was like, "What the hell are you doing?" So, but if it was seeping through the seams, surely they would have seen it as you walked away in your white denim shorts. Well, I made sure I was also the last one out of the restaurant, ah. um, but also. <sighs> Had passed, I made sure that it was in a way that they never saw the backside. Sure. <laughs> never let them see you, the back of you. You're moonwalking to the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys, check out this cool new move. Back in a sec. Sean is popping and locking tonight. <laughs> Sean is oh, gliding Sean. over there. <laughs> uh, can I ask, how long do you think it was from... Uh, consumption hitting to... your mouth mm. to shit, shit coming out your ass. Uh, t- like two to three minutes at most. Wow. wow. Thank you so much, Sean. No worries. Great stuff from Sean. <laughs> I-, I love that. You know, I- it takes quite a bit for me to still find a shitting yourself story charming, but I think he managed to, to thread that needle. You know, just quickly on shellfish allergies, oh, my yeah. sister, Jocelyn Hing, who I'll name, <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I love her dearly, but she um, has been a very stupid person in recent times. No, not recent times. Uh, when she was younger. Sure. She's, she's pretty allergic to prawns and shellfish and whatnot, and she's been known to, on occasion, go down to the local Chinese restaurant, order crab, prawns, lobster, that kind of thing, hmm. and then um, induce a reaction and then EpiPen herself. Damn. And what she, a roller coaster. Yeah. 
She's done it a couple of times, and then mum, a doctor, had to sit her down and was like, hey, you're going to die if you do this again. <laughs> do you remember that um, really weird <laughs> horror film with all those med students who would kill themselves and then bring themselves back to life? I do you guys remember Flatliners, that. Flatliners, it's oh, called. Oh, I do. Oh. I've seen the trailer of Flatliners, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She reminds me, that reminds me of Flatliners. Yeah, honestly, she had a pretty pretty big talking to from mum, and she hasn't <laughs> done it, obviously, since then. But it was when she was much younger. Now she's grown up and is a semi-responsible adult. But um, <laughs> if anyone's listening, it's very dangerous. Do not do that. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of good advice. We've heard a lot of good stories. Mm. Jess, it's going to be tough for you. Yeah, look, it always is because um, I hate this part of my job. Mm-hmm. And It's the only I, part of your job, to be clear. I know, and I keep <laughs> requesting that maybe we drop this part of my job. The only part <laughs> of my job. Look, I, I loved a lot of the stories we heard and little shout-outs to things like um, Mouse in a Toaster. Yeah. Cr- crazy that, like, you know, the calibre of stories we've had, a dead mouse in the toaster doesn't even really, you know, touch the site. It's no. ridiculous. But also, yeah. I've been watching a lot of the TV show Alone right now. Oh, yeah. Mm. And those guys, you know, would kill for a mouse. I mean, they do. In, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they kill the mice. So, yeah. um, you know, we're out here being like, ew, a mouse. But, you know, yeah. last night I was watching a show where a guy caught a mouse under a rock and it was the best day of his week. <laughs> so, you know, just gives you a bit of perspective, doesn't it? It does, and reminds me once again that the only reality show I could ever go on is Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> and even then. Even then. Oh, the amount of work. What about, anyway. what about, no, what about Abby Chatfield's one, F-Boy Island? <laughs> Get you on that, Perko. I could know? never convince anybody I'm an F-Boy. No, exactly. You could be one of the nice guys. Put you in a little baseball cap. <laughs> But then you turn it backwards. Of course. Suddenly you're an F-boy. <laughs> F-boy. Okay, let's not delay the inevitable. Um, I love... I, I actually I loved that story from Sean, but I don't want to reward a shitting yourself story because oh, I've done that too many we've times. Grown, we've changed. I've set a precedent. Instead, I'm going to give it to a blowjob story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cam's story about being on exchange in Hong Kong. Um, best year of his life. Best, best year, year of his life. life. Best year of his life. It was the only time he's ever gotten a blowjob. And, uh, <laughs> best year of his life. What do you call it? Honestly, blowing out the birthday candle. If you've never yeah. had your, if you've never had your birthday candle blown out, yeah, it's great. I recommend. <laughs> God, honestly, I recommend. Honestly. Yeah. Get it, honestly. <laughs> Would you reckon worth having a severe allergic reaction? Oh. Like if you, every time you ejaculated, yeah. you had a violent allergic reaction. <laughs> I had to carry an EpiPen. You had to carry an EpiPen. <laughs> this is the Hing family curse. <laughs> you are allowed to experience pleasure, but immediately after... You will have an allergic reaction. You shall have an allergic... Like, do you reckon you'd still... No, like... I, I could take or leave it, frankly. Um, wow. I, I could take or leave sex um, in that situation. Interesting. Yeah. Anyone else want to answer that question? No, I think I'm, we're just happy with you. Oh, come on! No, we were just asking you. Yeah. So that's that's, that's bullshit. That. That's absolute bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to be fair, it sounds like all he needed was some antihistamines. It wasn't like, and not to diminish an allergic reaction. <laughs> no. You know, but no. he seemed like he was okay, and he got to the bottom of it. That if she I was, was having some peanut butter. In you it. know, if I was him, I, I would have looked at the swelling and been like, "No, oh, I'll take that." <laughs> <laughs> An extra, extra millimetre. Come on. <laughs> sure, counts. it's going out in all directions. No, but... don't, look, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Come on. You've got to be grateful. 
Well, congratulations to Cam from Melbourne. You win a big red sticker that says I was the best on Simply the Jest. You also win a golden ham chain caring courtesy of Hobber and Incorporated. Thank you to everyone who called in for their stories. And uh, thank you to everyone who's leaving reviews mm. right now. You can uh, review us uh, wherever you find reviews. Oh, no. What are, no, wherever you find podcasts. <laughs> I mean, you can't. You, you couldn't review us in the New York Times. I mean, you could. You know, like, there's the New York review of books. Yeah, we should have the New York no, review of podcast. reviews, oh, which is just an annual publication Review-based of the reviews. greatest reviews. Yeah, how do, from we'll turn the tables of... on them. Well, how do you how do you like it, reviewers? Huh? How do you like it? Uh, this review has has come in from someone called Happy. Uh, they left it this week, and they just say it's the best jest. So funny. Awesome podcast, deserves 500 stars. A real galaxy. Mm. Thank you so much. Uh, Happy op. Uh, Thank you so much to everyone who listened. Uh, And if you're still listening to this point, really congratulations. (laughs) I would have turned off minutes ago. Now it's time for the bonus round. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. A huge thanks to our producers, Ann Carter and Lou Hill. Make sure you follow our Instagram at not. Hobber and Hing official. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you will find out the new topic each week for Simple the Jess, so you can get your stories in on time. Mm. Uh, thank you, Jess. Back to the cupboard for you. <laughs> Bye. Divorce! Divorce! Hey, it's Sanro. If you're enjoying Simply the Jest, then I reckon you might like Bang On. It's a podcast with me and the legendary Miff Warhurst, banging on about the week of music, pop culture, life, fashion and stuff. Bang on on the ABC Listen app and wherever you get your podcasts.